the quality. The quality of Nike is just yeah. so so far. You cannot compare. You're like, because I was a spoil to like made USA, you know, New Balance. And then you do Nike and you're like, this is nothing like the rendering on your website. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The colors don't match. The funny the thing quality. is the rendering, the rendering on Nike always looks better than the rendering on New Balance. Yeah. But yeah. then like in hand, the one on New Balance always looks way better, you know? Like five everything. I would wait for people to get theirs in the mail so I could see like true color and I'd have them mm. send me photos like in natural light. Yeah. Yeah, I think on a, on a couple of the MB1s I dumped the gun and the color was a little a little different than what I thought it was going to be or than what it what it looked like when I when I put it together like the all yellow I did an all yellow 997. Yeah. And, uh, and the mesh the, the yellow and the mesh is a little is a little off. It's a little darker than I thought it was going to be. Was it? And uh, or lighter. It's a little lighter than I thought it was going to be. But then I saw the the amoeba pair, the nine nine two that just came out. Yeah. And the yeah. mesh on that is like the yellow that I want and the yellow that I thought it was going to be. And so like, it kind of like really made me upset. It's <laughs> like how could how how come they got a a yellow that matches the suede, you know, right. I put on my shoe. Like, did that, you even try for up. that for that release? Any of you guys? Nice kick, nice, nice, uh, nice kick, nine ninety two. Did you guys even try? I had well, it in cart, but I just I couldn't do it. I'm just I'm just kind of over the nine nine two. Yeah, right. Which nine nine two? The amoeba pair. Oh yeah, yeah. recent one. I didn't try for it. Yeah, I I was like on the site when it loaded and. I threw it in cart and then I was like halfway through checkout and I was like, I, I have too many 992s. Like I'm trying to sell two right now. Like I don't, I'm just, I'm kind of over. It was like, the retail was like 250. It was like, well, like $80 yeah. on top of the usual retail. So I was like, it doesn't look like they've done much for me to spend like $80 over retail for, you know, I got collaboration. I got double taps and then the GR gray. And I think, I'm pretty content with the 992 for now. Yeah, oh, man, I'm tired of people. Uh, I don't even know. It's like uh, Jound. Is, what is that collaboration? I'm tired of people like posting about it. I'm like, oh my guys, God. please yeah. stop this gray and green pair, please. I know it's like good, but I'm seeing way too many pictures. Are you in the uh, Facebook group? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been there since for like, I don't know, seven, eight years now since they started. Since you guys, you're the admin on that. Yeah, yeah I'm one yeah, of them, yeah. one of many, but. Yeah. Dude, it seems like every day there's maybe two or three posts on those shoes. And it's like, yep. oh my God, I want to delete them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back to the to the like misrepresentation of the colors on NV1, I had the same ordeal with the all red 998 I did. It's uh, oh, really? kind of like a muted red. And I was hoping for like more of like a red October red. Yeah. But it is what it is. Oliver, how you doing? We can't hear you. Can't hear you. Yeah, you're on mute. <laughs> He's like, no wonder no one's listening to me. <laughs> Is that better? I yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Hey, guys. Um, me, Oliver, <laughs> in case uh -huh. you don't know. Um, yeah, I think we, we talk, uh, all of us, on Instagram at some point. At least yeah. I know that. Been sharing all of your great photos. Um, Thank you so much for continue using our hashtag and continue helping the uh, Epsilon community. I mean, it's uh, 
it's always nice to see that you know you guys still contribute uh, even after such a long time. Sure. Yeah, why don't we go around? Um, I know obviously Robert has been on before, but for people that probably are listening and not like looking and don't have a visual of who everyone is um, when this finally does air. I would love to just give them like a little background on what you collect and where you are and what your your Instagram handle is. Right, um, so I am uh, Oliver. I am currently based in a, in a small town in Denmark called uh, Odense, but in two months from now, I will uh, move back to Copenhagen actually. Um, when I was in high school, I had this idea for a project that uh, I started called the Epsilon Magazine. And uh, it started off with just me uh, doing these like small interviews with people that collected shoes from all around the world. And this got quite big. Uh, so we, I expanded a bit. Um, now, I think most people know Epsilon from Instagram. Um, where we have a lot of posts and a lot of great people that use our hashtag. So it's sort of like a community thing for now. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been collecting shoes ever since high school. I mean, I'm probably one of the youngest uh, in our group of friends uh, in terms of sneakers. Um, like people usually joke around that I, you know, most half the people could be my dad, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm only, I'm only 23. I'm turning 24 uh, in August this year. Um, so obviously, I mean, I, I haven't been able to collect shoes for as many years as, as most of you guys, but I've been collecting here there from ever since I was in, in high school. Um, and I think half of it is, is ASICs for now. Uh, and then there's a great mixture of the balance and Nike and all sorts of, of crazy stuff that I picked up along the way. Cool. Whatever uh, you want to do, guys. Me or yeah, Robert, yeah. Jump yeah. on in. <clears throat> jump in. So yeah, so I uh, I'm Reza. Uh, if you're on Instagram or you follow me, I'm Indie Indie Sneakers or Indie Sneakers. That's my Instagram account. Uh, I've been uh, collecting sneakers in two phases because one phase was before I moved to the US pre 2009, and then after 2009 because it's very difficult to you know move collections overseas so you have to somehow just let it go mm -hmm. so i pre-2009 i used to have uh, a lot of oritsuka tigers and a lot of deodoras because i used to play soccer a lot and volleyball and mizono a6 for like for volleyball and then oritsuka tiger was for like indoor soccer if you wanted to play futsal and then deodora of course the deodora cleats everybody knows for soccer and I used to even like have uh, like a couple of like those uh, tennis pairs that I used to have a long time ago. And then I came um, to the U.S. wasn't like thinking about collecting again. But then New Balance saw New Balance uh, made in USA. The first silhouette that actually I was really drawn to was 996. And I remember uh, I was just looking and uh, I don't know the retail was like 170, 160, 170, something like that at that time. And I was like, how do I justify like buying a shoe? Because I was like, should I just go in there? Because I knew that if I start once again, this is not going to end with one or two. It's going to just keep growing. And then bought a 996 in USA. And then basically 
never stopped buying New Balance since, probably since 2012. And uh, also on the side, I love ASICs. I collect ASICs. I have a couple of pairs of Deodora. Uh, and also I know it was last week, I was watching your show about Saucony. So I still have like a bunch of pairs of Saucony. And I, at, some, at, at some point I used to have like all the collaboration, but then slowly as, I don't know, it became a matter of quality for me. I started letting go of them, but just kept the one that has some sort of a meaning to me. Like Burgers, for example, was... Uh, the first shoe that I paid, you know, resell for like 300 something dollars for it. Like that, it was like very hot back then. It's like the, I remember burgers from end was one of the most sought after sockets. But yeah, but that's it. And now it's equally divided. I'm actually moving out of Indiana. I'm based in Indianapolis, Indiana. And half of my collection is packed. So I was just trying to see what new balances I have to just look at them because I know the topic is new balance today to refresh my memory. So I'm excited. I'm excited for a move, but I'm not excited for moving this collection again because it's really a pain to make. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think, Robert, you kind of went through some pain with moving your collection or reorganizing. That, was, that wasn't really a pain because I just moved like, I don't know, two miles. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just filling my truck once and, you know, unloading them and getting them organized and whatnot. It wasn't too painful, but anyway, uh, I'm Robert Luba. Uh, my Instagram is at Robert Luba, L-J-U-B-A. Um, I'm based Jay in- silent. What? Jay is silent. Jay is silent. Uh, based in uh, San Francisco Bay Area in a small, well, semi-small town called Vallejo. Uh, started collecting early high school um, with SBs. SB Dunks for my jam, uh, SB Dunks, and then some Air Max 90s, Air Max 95s. Uh, probably started, I want to say it was when the pink box era first started. I had a pretty large collection of SBs ranging from silver box and pink box, um, some black box like Sabotage Lows. Um, when I started getting back into cars, I prioritize cars over shoes. So I sold my whole SB collection, which I'm regretting now seeing the retail prices on those. <laughs> so I sold those to start building the car. Um, and then a few years later after high school, I jumped into New Balance. And then uh, just last year, I jumped into Kangaroos as well. And this is where I am today. Cool. Um, and so I think like we all sort of have New Balance as our top brand as of right now or maybe like within our top within our top brands um yeah. and one that we probably pursue the most um and so that's why i invited all of you um just so we could sort of talk about new balance i think we've talked about new balance a few times on this show but um i definitely wanted to talk about collaborations this week and also um talk about like the whole teddy santis taking over uh the made in usa you know position as the creative director um but before we get to that because that's like the big big news let's start with collaborations for me i would say the kennedy is 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 the one that sort of really just stuck sticks out in my mind as, as one of the best 
as one of the best collaborations. The thing that really brought me to the table um, in a big way for New Balance. I love concepts, obviously, as a New England resident. But other than that, like, I think, you know, they have been, they have been the top sort of brand for me and or top boutique for me in terms of collaborations. And every time they touch a new balance, it's been very special. That luxury goods, Tiffany's is just on and on and on. And so I know Reza, you and I kind of had a conversation and you were like, you know, the last new balance conversation you said, we didn't talk enough about like I wasn't the, satisfied then, no. <laughs> the Euro brand. And like and and that's why Oliver is here too, because I know um there are a lot of great Euro collaborations. Right. Oliver and I have talked with Hikmet and you know there are I think that's overlooked, right? So like there's this whole fifteen hundred you know, movement that started before before the the concepts wave really swept across the United States and people were really going nuts for New Balance made in the UK. So you want to talk about that and, and, and what collaborations overseas really stuck out for you guys? Sure. Um, go, go, Oliver. No, go ahead, go ahead. Euro. Go no, it's more Euro, no. <laughs> I mean, like, Obviously, it's quite special because, um, like you guys mentioned, that you know, when when it's a made in U.S. pair, you kind of have a a vibe to it, and you kind of have a feeling that you know, oh, this is something special. And for uh, the American consumers, obviously, it's kind of nice to have something that's produced in their own country. Um, we're not as fortunate <laughs> uh, here in Denmark, at least. Um, so obviously, like. One of the few collaborations that really stand out to me is everything that uh, Norse Projects did. Um, in case you guys didn't know, Norse is from Copenhagen, uh, which is in Denmark. Um, so I think like every, even though a lot of people see Europe as a, as a unity, uh, like there is still a very big difference between, uh, between the countries. Because for me, like I don't have the same association with, uh, let's say, uh, Soulbox collaborations as if it was a Danish brand that did this collaboration. Um, but anyway, like for many years, I, I think especially Soulbox, which is putting out so many great pairs. And I think Soulbox was one of the uh, shops that really set like a benchmark in Europe. Um, you know, if we're taking a bit further than just uh, New Balance, there's also obviously uh, stores like a few store or I guess uh, in the UK, you have Ent, who's also been putting out a lot of different uh, New Balance collaborations uh, throughout the years. And, and most recently, actually, Peta from Amsterdam is also really uh, stepping up the game in terms of their, um, their New Balance collaborations, uh, both in 991 and 920s. Um, yeah, is there anything else you'd like me to? elaborate on <laughs> no i like I, I think the norse project because they did that brown 15 yeah danish awesome yeah yeah and yeah and still so, like norse projects they they're another they're another collaborator that i wish new balance utilized a little bit more when i think about like their color palette and the way that they put together projects 
it's very reminiscent of the Watanabe collaborations and like yeah. the color palette where it's very solid, very like very basic colorways. But I appreciate that Norse projects are affordable. It's <laughs> <as opposed Right. laughs> the Watanabe stuff, which I really like, but it's always like three hundred dollars. It's always three hundred fifty bucks, three hundred twenty dollars. So I'm right. not going to pay that for. I was actually fifteen. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I was actually quite surprised when they did uh, what was the brand called? Uh, Paper. Paperboy. Paperboy. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I'm not 100% sure on this, but Paperboy is a small sandwich shop in Paris, right? Yeah. yeah. So for me, like it just came out of nowhere because, you know, every time we, when I think of New Balance, it's always like, oh, you have these uh, big established shops, uh, you know, like Concepts or J. Crew or some, like you can argue that Noise is quite big as well, or Soulbox or End or whatever. But it seems like, New Balance is really like finding these small niche products and niche uh, boutiques and different kind of brands this year and really trying to collaborate and make them just even more exclusive. Um, so that's something that, you know, a dream for me would be to have like a, a true Danish collaboration that will only be released in Copenhagen or something. I think that would be, you know, I'd kill for those. Um, what about a Woodward collaboration? Oh yeah, that could be sick as well. But I mean, I, yeah, Woodwood is, you know, Woodwood is is getting quite big. Um, like obviously they had um, they had their first stores in Copenhagen, but now they're also in Berlin, and they have I don't even know how many shops they have now. But I think like in Denmark we have a very small selection of you know true. Uh, like sneaker and, and streetwear shops. Uh, I think Woodward is definitely one of them, but it's also like Woodward somehow just got too big because in Denmark, you can go to pretty much like every store and find Woodward t-shirts. Um, so it's not as exclu exclusive and streetwear as it used to be. Uh, like I think Woodward is, they're making some great products and I probably have, I don't know, 10, 15, uh, shirts and jackets and stuff uh, in my closet behind me but to me it's just not as local I'd say um, as some of the other stores could be. Now before we jump like to too new um, Reza would you like to say anything about I know so yeah was so so the reason uh, let me tell you the reason I, I was uh, I was talking about that episode was that I was like New Balance had so many good collaboration, but everybody was talking about whatever was mentioned was like 2015 onward. Yeah. And actually for, for me, if I want to go back and that's what I've decided to do because with all the hype around New Balance and the resale, I'm like probably not going to pick up any new uh, collaboration because they're going to sell out in two seconds and I have to pay an arm and a leg to get it. If I want to pay an arm and a leg, I'd rather go get pre-2010 collaboration. So if I want to, if I want to like, talk about new man's collaboration i would say you have the pre-2010 era then you have 2010 to 2017 before bodega collaboration mm -hmm. and then on uh, what was that 997s i think something like that yeah uh yeah. i don't forgot the official name of it that kind of brought no bad days hype, yeah no bad days yeah brought right. all the high base you know attracted them and from 2007 onwards it became more and more difficult to buy new balance so these are like the three 
eras of New Balance. And then my favorite would be pre-2010 because it was just crazy, man. It was great European collaborations like Soulbox. You start with 2005, it was uh, GGB, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. 150 all limited so that's that that was also kind of like a uh, cool thing about it is that New Balance wasn't as big so all is like P2 that, yeah <laughs> that, that's a nine, nine yeah that's a hand one right <laughs> yeah don't mind me yeah. if I just pull out random shoes no no that's that, 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 that's crazy man. that's crazy man. I love that and then then of course my like one of my probably top three grails that I don't have uh, is uh, 1500 BB bread and butter uh, that was a collaboration, Soulbox, Crooked Tongue, rest in peace, Crooked Tongue, by the way. And yeah. that that collaboration, man, it is insane because it lim- it's like 50 pairs, I think, limited. And I found it once half a size up in the past eight years. I'm looking for it. And sometimes things like that, you should not think about. You should have just the money ready if you're really looking for it and just like go when it becomes available. Or go I, and- thought about, I thought about it for 24 hours and it was gone. I was yep. like, should I pay like thousand? Should I pay like this? And then boom, gone. Then you came to uh, what became, I think, kind of like a roadmap for a lot of other brands past 2010, which was a purple devil pack, right? The color blocking on that to have like toe box, just, you know, that plum, whatever wine they call that color. And yeah. then that kind of color blocking, if you go 2010, like the whole salmon toe probably is like a good example that used that same color blocking before that before that i actually looked down i i hadn't seen any color blocking like that it take my date for the uh the purple devil pack and uh of course my most favorite is 1500 i know there was a 575 and a 576 and a 1500 the most limited one was 575 and 120 pairs and then the other two with, with 300 to this day they pop up once in a while but again as much as I love P2010, the risk with buying those is that you're probably going to have to do soul swap. And I don't know anybody, you know, yet that's good enough that I can trust, say, hey, here's my shoe that's like 20 years old, like you know, 15 years old, and just like do it if they can do a good job. So that's kind of the risk that I always associate with buying those. I'm like, okay, I buy this in two years. I'm probably going to, you know, do something about the soul because definitely gonna, something's going to happen to it. Then New Balance, uh, then you come down, uh, again, Soulbox would be the with being hunted the five seventy five, and I Robert, I don't know if you have one. I think you have that. Yeah, yeah. I have both. Yeah, you got both pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got both pairs. There, there was a sample pair too. That was crazy. It had like camo on it. Yep. Yeah. Those are like what? Those are like two thousand six. Yeah. That's like a fifteen year old. There's a civilian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 These are crazy. Robert These are like so sixty pairs today. And a funny story. <laughs> So I had a similar story to you. Sorry to interject, but um, no, go ahead. on Collect, there was a dead stock size 11 Soulbox Military 575 that was sitting for ages. Wow. And I hesitated, hesitated, hesitated. And then when I went to go buy it, it was sold. And uh, God, I forget the guy's name. Daniel, last name starts with an L. He's in Portugal. You know who I'm talking about? He's in Brazil, isn't he? Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, he bought it. So uh, I searched and searched and searched. And someone tagged me in Facebook for another DS size 11 for, I think I bought these for 250 bucks. And they're still DS. Um, they were Damn. wrapped in the original plastic. One of them was wrapped in the original plastic. So the midsole that was wrapped in plastic is hard as a rock. 
and then one that wasn't is you know spongy still has some life in it but i don't know if i'm gonna wear these this might be the first shoe that i just keep ds because i'm scared it's gonna crumble <laughs> and knock on, <laughs> knock on wood i haven't had a 575 crumble yet um, i think that mil that military one was a sample right this one's not no. this one yeah, yeah the, this is not yeah. the sample. um but they did someone overseas has a sample in asia i believe yeah. um, i forget his name but uh on the subject of soul swaps lee bernardo uh mm -hmm. antics customs he's done two soul swaps for me and uh i'm gonna continue to go to him he's in new york new york yeah, and then um, after that, it was a toothpaste pack. Uh, that I love the packaging. I, I, I like the fact that they came with a toothpaste. toothpaste. I'm still uh, thinking about buying a pair because one is sitting on eBay on my size for a long time again. Probably the same scenario. By the time I uh, end up buying it, it's gone. <laughs> and after that, it was an, a Nazar Eye. That first was a 576 sample, and then they changed it to 1500. 1500 and yeah. then the... Yeah, and then the last, the last one I think was uh, was they re-released that GGB uh, the finals finals that has the like final, red yeah. and green. It was a re-release of GGB and then a, a a red colorway. So this is like all Hikmet and uh, like for the pre two thousand ten. I want to show some love to Chris Law from Crooked yeah. Tongue because Crooked Tongue did some great collaboration pre two thousand ten. I mean, one of them, uh, Robert has a whole blog about it. Uh, the what is it, confederation <laughs> of villain villainy? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, bets too. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's that's the only pair I was able to find. Um, and I was still looking for that 991. Yeah, I mean, I, I mine doesn't have a special box, and whenever I ask people to sell them my box, you know, just get weird out, they'll sell it to me. I'm like, I would pay like good money for your custom box because I don't have it, <laughs> dude. This dude on the on the group, you might have remembered that yeah, guy with yeah, the yeah. whole confederation of villainy pack, and mm -hmm. the guy bought the whole pack just to rob the two boxes. Texas. Wow! Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recently, I, I, it's been like a two years that I see those posts. I'm like, let's just move on. I'm not even gonna comment because then it's gonna get started. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, let's just move on. Life's too short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and you you I think took it to I we chatted about this. You took it to the actually the artist, the tattoo artist. You saw him or something, right, Robert? BJ Betts out of uh, Philly. Yeah. So I communicated with him via Instagram and found out he was going to be in San Francisco at a tattoo expo in um, I want to say it was 2017. I met him or 2018, and I met him down there and I brought all the boxes with me, chatted up for a few minutes, and had him sign each box. So That's I'm cool. actually in contact with Chris Law too via Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, he's up in Oregon, and oh. uh, he's heavily into Mini Coopers, so like automotive industry and whatnot. So if he ever makes it down here, I'm gonna, you know, make it a point to meet up with him and have him sign the boxes as well. That'd be awesome. And you have all four, right? I have all four. Yes. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm trying to complete the pack but i think it's probably going to take another five years because he has a combination of right time right price you know all the thing come together yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what size 991 what is it in? what size 991 do you need uh nine and a half ten ten and a half i can work with all those <laughs> if i can find them <laughs> yeah. i'll cut a toe <laughs> <laughs>
those are that one is hard to come by but by far the best i love the 991 on that like yes green yeah i love that i love the 991 that yeah and then and, um you go ahead no i was gonna say that you know and the i i like the point that you made about like them being very limited back then as well because you really had to care about something or you really have to care about a shoe to pursue something that they only made 150 pairs of or 300 pairs of and it puts you in a different league I feel like when you're when you're pursuing shoes like that from 10 years ago and it's not like it's not like a dunk where you know they made 20,000 of them right and you're trying to track that down and you're paying six grand it's different it's like a totally different thing and um, I was on a, a podcast recently and I kind of talked about that because I, there's something about a shoe that, you know, they only make 2000 pairs of that, that makes it more, more special to you. And to your point about Bodega, when they did the No Bad Days, they did like 30,000 pairs of those. And that was, that's a huge run for New Balance. Mm-hmm. made in the usa like made in asia whatever it is and then they did more then they did seventy thousand. then they did one hundred fifty thousand. right so it's a it's a totally different there was a totally different dynamic i think back pre-2017 and pre um 2010 yeah i mean i think even pre-set pre-2017 because i remember for me i bought the concepts the lake havasu and oh, yeah. that's a good one there's only 250 pairs of them really yeah there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of pairs they're really it's i think it's one of their rarest collaborations it's really rare and yeah, i was I, surprised i got on late and i still got a pair and they don't sell for they're selling for like 250 right now but i'm like why would i why would i go pursue a, a shoe that 30,000 other people have when I could pursue a shoe that no one has, that has relatively more meaning, I would think, or is, or is just, you know, you think an American shop collaborated on a made in UK shoe, which is something that you don't see every day and won't see, you know. And the story, like, oh my God, like leave that up to Dion to come up with free. I know, I know yeah. so random, so random. And I was I was watching something on ESPN and some there was some golf tournament in Arizona. Yeah, it was at Lake Havasu. And I was like, oh, that's so dope. Like no one else is gonna think about about that, but I'm thinking about it now. Right. <laughs> you know, so um I think I think that that level of of special is something that we don't see too much with New Balance collaborations now. And obviously, Robert, I want to hear from you what some of your grades are, but I always, that, that I think is one thing that really matters to me is feeling like I got something really, really special and I'm part of a really special club. And it's not about exclusivity, really. It's more just about like being part of something really cool that everyone in it really cares at the same level you do. And I don't know if I feel that way about every New Balance collaboration now. I can tell you, I feel the yeah. same. 
Hence the reason I bought one pair this whole year. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, the Pata 991. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you ever want to sell them, you know where to find <laughs> things. <laughs> Dude, the list is so long. Like, so yeah, I know. On those. I know. <laughs> Crazy. It was, uh, it was, yeah. Did you get it from the website? Uh, yeah. When they launched, yeah, the one where you had to answer the question and you got directed and directed back. In such, I had, uh... I had some assistance. Oh, okay. <laughs> A little alley. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so, um, Robert, what are some of your favorite collaborations, and what do you think about in terms uh, of? Like... As mentioned, concept holds the title. They reign supreme in my book. Um, I said it once, I said it a million times, anyone could put some colors on a shoe and call it a collaboration, but few can actually put a story behind it with coordinated colors and whatnot. I think that takes like a real artistic view. So like when I made my attempt to do an NB1 collaboration with NB, I had a whole backstory and coordinated the colors and whatnot. Um, my favorites, oh God. This is too hard. Um, concept C note for sure is on there. You're gonna have to. Get... Oh, hold on. I'm only grabbing these because few have seen them. Shout out to my boy Nico Kawasaki. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Rumor has it that these were only given to people involved with the Supermoto team of that time. So this is definitely up there, especially with like, you know, my background and uh, interest in the racing industry. So that's what definitely- it, say? Ninja, it says Ninja on the tongue, right? It does. It does say Ninja on the tongue. I don't know if you guys can see it. Bam. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. And Kawasaki on the toe. Before I was like really heavy in the New Balance, like I don't know the backstory or how they came to be, but like I showed them earlier, the- uh, Hannon or Hannon uh, 990 V2s, the HSN and the HBWs, those are like yeah. pretty up there for me just because it's a V2 and I love gold and their play on white, black, and gold was pretty good with those. Um, not to mention the certificate of authenticity was a really nice yeah. tip. <laughs> yeah. I wish most collabs would come with those. That's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, as mentioned, the Confederation of Villainy, that's probably my my top top over everything else confederation of villainy pack that's up there um i don't know if you guys ever like googled or, or looked up the myths behind like each project like black tom black beard black bart all that but black it's pretty sword, yeah. yeah black sword is pretty interesting for more information, that people should go to your blog, man. Plug your blog. <laughs> yeah, plug, plug the blog. We gotta plug the blog for you. <laughs> LubusCollective.com. Check out the blog. I'm sure if you just Google Confederation of Villainy, I believe my link is the first one. So check go. out the blog. You can see the backstory. Um, you can see how I met BJ Betts and had him sign the boxes. Um, the Grand Tour concepts was also one of my favorites obviously the automotive background in that um i thought they did a really good job i was hesitant on the fake carbon fiber yeah yeah i was gonna say that's i was like it's always touchy 
In my especially if you're a real car guy, you're like, oh, fake carbon fiber. I'm not. It's like I'm expecting carbon fiber that was like on the black sword, and this is definitely not that. <laughs> but it's still it's still a great shoe. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'd say, yeah, concepts knocks it out the park as far as USA boutiques go. And you're and you're you're a nine 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 eight nine nine two. Or not nine nine two nine nine six v two, yeah v two for sure definitely v2. yeah v two yeah and you have every colorway of that what is it is it is it uh, made in UK nine ninety v two there's something about that it's a specific silhouette you have like every colorway yes the, it's actually <laughs> made in USA product this oh one. yeah yeah and it's USA product because yeah. it, it's hybrid right it is a hybrid it's a nine nine one midsole with a v two upper yeah. Awesome, but sadly, they're dying rapidly. <laughs> Yours I, it, are? It, huh? Yours are? Mine are, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's almost getting to the point where I'm not wearing them at all. Uh, just kind of like stockpiling them because I'm scared they're going to crumble. Yeah, cool. I've had uh, I had a DS blue pair, crumbled first wear, DS brown yeah. pair crumbled first wear um i had a cr the cream pair the only cream pair i have just crumbled a little bit just a smidge so i'm not uh i'm pretty hesitant on wearing them anymore well i guess this is the year because like this is the 991 anniversary so now is the year to pick up <laughs> Dude, I, so i'm reaching out to people in the uk shout out if anybody knows anyone in the U in the new balance factory in the uk i need some midsoles only I want to soul swap all of these and bring them back to life. I think we can, I think I could. Have you talked to Richie? You should probably talk to Richie. Not Richie. I've talked to uh, Sam. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I talked to Sam and I shot, actually, I shot Joe Connolly a, um, a DM today. I'm still waiting to hear back. But yeah, I need midsoles. Yeah. ASAP. And then I'm going to shout out Lee Bernardo again. He's going to definitely take on the soul swap for me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this year is, they should, I mean, should be the year that you could just grab. And it's a pretty neutral midsole. It's nothing special. It's just off-white, black, black sole, and frick, it's, yeah, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. And I want to say the, this release. Oh, is that the, uh, I just saw this the other day. Yeah, it's like brown and blue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That midsole is identical to these. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if I can just score like freaking 10 of those, we're in the game. <laughs> Only 10. Only 10. <laughs> yeah. Only 10. But yeah, it's getting to the point where like if I find them in my size at a decent price, then I'm doubling or tripling just to have them. But people want like outrageous money now. Like you see them on eBay for over $300. Like what? I paid 70 bucks. <laughs> now everything everything new balance if you've never seen it before it's kind of it feels like they're gonna ask at least 300 or at least 250 i would say even right. if it's even if it's worn which is kind of ridiculous to me reza what what are the models that you're still looking for what are you still hunting man i am hunting and uh i it's just becoming more and more impossible i really love those uh again pre-2010 there was colette and uh, is it uh, lime jc 
Uh, yeah, the fifteen the fifteen hundred one is carbon fiber and pink. Yeah, of carbon fiber. Oh, and the and the other one is a two thousand six pair that has like X's on them. Yeah, hundred. Right. Like, do those two are the top two plus pair that the top three that I'm looking for to buy? I've already created. I've actually actually built the case for them, the glass case. <laughs> so I'm just waiting, <laughs> waiting to get them because I know I'm not gonna be able to wear them a lot. But those are the things that I've been looking for, like I would say six, seven years for. And I cannot wait to get my hand on. I was really happy. I was finally able to buy a pair from Spain. That was the the iPunks collab. Yeah. That yeah, that I was able to find finally my size. So I was really glad to get this. So this is the one that's 120 pair. The other one that was also all dots here. But much limited than that. That's the one that I, I would love to add so I can complete the pack. But this is something that I wanted for a long time. I was really happy pop up and I was like, I don't care. I, I need to have this. I'm really glad that I got this because it's a great colorway and great like concept and everything. And I and I like the whole like extras that came with it being this and the little eye punked tag, uh, of course, the bandana and everything, all these extras <laughs> that now you don't get many, unfortunately, these days. But yeah, so this was one of them that I'm that I'm that I'm glad I have, and of course the the as you said like fifteen hundred. And the reason I like Blackbeard is because it was the first time New Balance actually used a black sole on fifteen hundred, or I think period something like that. That this was considered a high risk for them to put this, and this is what what I like about it. it's like the first New Balance fifteen hundred, or maybe New Balance that had black sole. And I looked for it for a long time, and. Magically, I was able to find it for a great price on eBay. Was a collector, I think, that was getting rid in California's collection. I was able to score that, but yeah. But those two Lamb JC collect collaboration, fifteen hundred from two thousand six and two thousand seven. I would love to find a pair of those. Yeah, that those purple, would be my most sought after. That purple pair, oh man, like with the with the X's, man. Yeah, I um, it's funny too that I feel like the the color palette pre 2015 or like pre 20 i would say like 20 maybe like 2014 pre 2014 like the color palette that people brought to the table when they were doing a col collaboration is so different than what it is now it's very it's very much like basic colors now so you know everything black white brown gray um muted reds a little bit of you know dull yellow but like you get purple and you get like different panels with different materials um, like the, the carbon fiber or the X's or the stitching on the Kawasaki pair like in the front. And obviously those are like very limited, but it doesn't seem like New Balance is letting people do anything other than go on NB1 and sort of like put together <laughs> colors. Um, and it, I don't know, I don't know. It feels It feels sometimes a little like they're they're constrained so my own personal opinion just from witnessing you know the collabs that seem like mb1s i feel like new balance is doing that as a test just to see if they sell or not because if you remember todd snyder his collabs were like that too for a really long time they were just mb1 colors but now it seems like it's a full-blown collab you know what I mean? Like stuff you can't get on MB1. Yeah. So yeah, I just think it's a, a test in marketing and sales. 
and I know, and I know, um, you know, speaking of 992s, the Packer 992, that was, that was a GR. That was just something they had sitting around. They didn't have a lot more extra materials to make a bunch more pairs. So they said, hey, Packer, would you like to release this exclusively? Because it's not really a collaboration. Just, mm -hmm. I don't think it says Packer on it anywhere. It's just a limited release where they were the only ones that got it. So I feel like there's a bunch of these sort of releases where it's an exclusive. New Balance didn't have a lot of material or didn't have a lot of suede in one color. They used it all up on one on one shoe and then they give it to a shop and that shop claims exclusivity or collaboration or whatever it is. And right. so it, it seems very, very haphazard and, you know, less time consuming than I think some of the other things that were done in the past, which kind of brings us to, to right now, to the future, to where we are. And Oliver, you kind of talked about like some of the things you wanted to see or would like to see Right. In terms of like, you know, a smaller Danish brand doing something with New Balance. Um, Could be Amsterdam, not trying to tease anything, but. <laughs> hey, if they were, if they, if they were serious about it, I would, I would do whatever, you know. Right. right. But yeah. like, I, I think it's quite interesting because to me, it feels like uh, New Balance really cracked the code on like how much time and effort and money we actually want to spend on these collaborations like if new balance let's say they used to do maybe i don't know ten thousand pairs and they can do five thousand really just matching one color on a 992 and call it limited edition um i mean it's a lot of revenue for them in the end and and people like i, I think new balance the last two or three years has really become like overly hype within other than just sneakerheads and other than just, you know, shoe collectors. Like, I think a lot of people that I would never think of being into New Balance uh, message me saying, oh, have you seen this New Balance pair? It's actually quite dope. Can you help me uh, copy it? And I'll be like, no, because it's only releasing at Packard or it's only releasing in Paris or, you know, any kind of, of, of small shop or a small project that they're supporting somehow. And I feel like New Balance just really is taking advantage of this, at least for now. I mean, ho hopefully at some point. I mean, as long as people buy the shoes and they all sell out, it's really no, not a problem for them. It's only if they actually do a release that just, you know, doesn't sell anything that they might actually want to change it at some point. Um, so that's really what worries me right now, to be honest. Any thoughts on like current collaborations and... Just what we've uh, seen. Robert, I know you have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I'm just trying to narrow them down. <laughs> it's all hype, dude. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I don't I don't even blink an eye at like the aim pairs or the how do you pronounce the one with hella J's in it? <laughs> Jound. <laughs> How's it? Jound? Yeah. Jound? Yeah. 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 I don't even blink an eye at them. It's just uh, is it, I just got to accept it's the new wave. So, you know, someone else has to take it from here. So like the, you picked up the, the pad pair. And so 
I really liked it. I really liked it. I was the colorway is just amazing. I love the 991 or the 920. The 991. Okay. Um, I really liked that colorway. I thought it was amazing. And because of the New Balance hype, I know a lot of people went for it, and I know a lot of people that have it that wouldn't have bought a 991 prior. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that did ruin it a little bit because I really, I don't know, like I, there are products that I feel like New Balance makes that are for certain people. And I always, and I guess one of the things that I've come to realize and I've come to accept and I, and I kind of say it every once in a while to people that I talk to is that New Balance is now in the position where they make products that they that aren't for me which is a little frustrating for me because for so long it felt like everything they made was for me and now now it's like yeah David we didn't make this for you we made it for somebody else and that is a little disappointing I guess they have so much traction now they can put out friggin anything and it'll sell out I mean yes and no right so 327s are sitting GR991s are relatively sitting like the pink pair the 991 pink that came out those are those are I mean they're readily available you can go buy those the the anniversary 991 I thought it would be hard I mean I thought it was going to be harder than it was pre-release and then you know I I had to like jump on all these like connects to get a pair and then after the release, it was like, oh, you got them too? Oh, you got them too? And so and now I feel like their production has kind of caught up with the hype in some instances. Because a lot of the products that were, that were highly sought after that would have sold out last year are sitting. So I don't know. What? Like what? Uh, 327s are sitting. 550s have been sitting. Um, 991s are sitting. Yeah, but there's no one's name on them yet. 992s are sitting. And 992s were flying. Like, you couldn't get a 992 last night. You get a gray 992. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't get it. You couldn't get it 992. You couldn't get, you couldn't get a 327 VR or otherwise. Like, you couldn't buy one, right? And when Ame did the 550, you couldn't buy a 550. You couldn't get, they released the GRs and then they like blew. And now it's kind of, it almost seems like, like I said, production has kind of caught up to where the hype level is or was. But I don't know how that translates to, to collaborations really because ALD did their 1300 and now those are starting to go out and people are starting to get those in hand. And it kind of seems like the Jound all over again, where everybody got a pair and it feels <laughs> and it feels less special. Uh, yeah. So I made a rule for myself. I think I mentioned on the last one. Basically, if I can't make contact with a company, then they don't deserve my money. So I've been standing firm by that. <laughs> and that's why uh, I don't really support most brands now. And the reason I got the ALD pink because I want to get a pink New Balance. And then I swear to God, if 991 was released back in August, I probably wouldn't have gone for this. Because I was looking for just a pink pair of New Balance. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. But the 
picture, like the, of course, the picture of the filter they use is a little bit different. But at the end of the day, I wanted a pink New Balance and I got it, so I'm not mad about it. But I've seen people that are like, genuinely, wow, oh, that's that's awesome, man. I, I, Oneness had a sale on it and I forgot to buy it. Oh, Oneness has some yeah. amazing sales sometimes. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> We're going to cut that out. We're going to cut that out. I retain my previous statement. <laughs> No, because you're down in Kentucky, and I. And the good thing is that I mean, every time I order a new shoe, I, I'm a kid because I'm checking to see where the USPS guy, UPS guy, FedEx guys come here. So Oneness is awesome because it's Oneness and Saint Alfred are the only ones that I can get my shoe in one day. So whatever it is, if I can buy it from any other, I'm gonna buy it from them because I'm that impatient for some some things. I'm like, I'm gonna have it tomorrow, and I need this to be with me tomorrow. So, yeah. so, so that that that's the way it is, but. Speaking of hype in New Orleans, uh, I mean, as I said, like that Bodega collaboration, for some reason, I don't know even why, because I just don't know what was so special about it. It wasn't made in the US. It was, I think, made in Asia, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. I'm just like thinking why, in your opinion, what happened to that Bodega collaboration that just like, just blew up? Um, my own personal opinion, once again, I think it's just uh, the the how far in advance they begin to leak the photos or just leak information about the cloud. It was the same thing with, uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Um, that orange Sesame street shoe it wasn't really Sesame street, but it reminds me of Sesame street, the 2002. <laughs> oh, right. Huh. What's his name? Can't remember. <laughs> it starts with an S. The orange Sesame street there. It wasn't really Sesame Street. <laughs> it was a 2002R that came out last. Uh, Peace oh, Be- oh, 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 oh! I know who you're talking about. Um, well, anyway, they started the marketing for that shoe like, um, it had to be like six months in advance. Was, so yeah, it was real far. Whole time. Yeah. Oh, Salehi. Ben. Salehi Bember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Salehi Bember. Yeah. 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 So I just think it has to do with how far in advance they they push the hype because like the bodegas get pushed out way in advance that uh, ALDs get pushed out way in advance. So obviously you're going to have a huge following when they finally drop. Um, Concepts doesn't even have that big of a of a lead time. No, I want to say they start promoting maybe one month before the shoe drops. If that. If that. The three twenty seven they did last summer. I think we didn't see it till a week before. Right. Yep. They have a 992 coming, right? That's the rumor. That's the word. That's the rumor. I heard it was close to one of my buddies NB1s and if it is, whoo, fire. The I I think I think with the Bodega pair it was like a perfect storm of like because that was the year the 990 V5 dropped. Mm-hmm. So there was that there was also the it was like it was like five it was like four or five months of like every month new balance was doing something massive so you know it started with i'm trying to think what happened first because that was the year todd snyder did their rainbow 997 i mean i thought it was cool i i liked it um they did that they did the 997.5 too todd snyder did yeah, they did a rainbow 997.5, but it was raffle only. It was like oh, a draw. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, but they had, they also had the ALD 997 release that year. So that was their first real big collaboration. And it went nuts because Ronnie Feig posted the pictures with it. Yeah. Right? He posted yeah. the first picture with that shoe. Yeah. And we thought it was a mismatch. I think everyone thought it was mismatched. I thought it was MB1 at first. I even made a comment. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, oh, great. There's another MB1 collab. Wonderful. <laughs> well, the, 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 the insole was like the, the flower print. So that's, I think that was the first clue to me. But I thought it was a mismatched pair. And that was cool. And that was, I remember for months, people were going nuts over it. And no one knew. Everyone thought it was Ronnie's pair, but it wasn't. And I think that really set it off where, where it was like, okay, he did one. And then, and then the fall of that year was, was Ronnie doing the United Arrows non-native path. So it was like, it was like consistent for like four or five months of New Balance doing like major collaborations. And so I think, I think at the end of it, the bodega, the bodega came at like May, which is like, you know, sunshine. Everyone wants to be out. Everyone wants to have something new. And if you had been like leisurely about New Balance up until that point, you would have missed everything before that, right? So you would have missed everything. And so there was just like this, okay, I have to have this New Balance. And so that kind of, they kind of capitalized off of that, I think. Um, and it was cool. I thought it was cool. It was like a really good story. It was the first time that I think that they could have, that they were able to reasonably compete with, with concepts cross town. And in, ter in terms of story and doing like a shoe that was, that was based around something that wasn't just like, Hey, this is a cool colorway. Right, right, right. It was the right. first time that they were able to do that on a new balance. Like no one has ever been able to do that reasonably, but I think they did. Anyone who even attempts to put a story with a shoe gets an applause from me. Like, yeah, it could fall flat, but at least you attempted something. Yeah, and I so, think that's what that's what put Dion. That's what put D, puts Dion ahead of Hikmet for me. Is, yeah, is Hikmet is great. Like, I love his I love his colorways. Like the toothpaste pack, the finals, like all of those. They're just amazing. It's it's my color palette. It's like something that I would totally wear. But then the story is kind of, eh, all right. Like, you know, it's cool concept, I think. But then when you get like a, a Dion pair, it's like a box. You get this, you know, all these like little, little indicators and notes and, you know, secret stories and whatever. Like, it's, it's cool, you know? But the way even they did those donks, man. Those donks, remember, like they had people with hazmat suit coming to the store. Concepts. <laughs> Which ones? The lobsters were Lobster so, it was so real. Yeah, people yeah. thought it was like real. Like, that yeah. was... <laughs> like that's it. awesome. He sets the bar so high, dude. So high. So high. That dude, I don't know. He's underappreciated in my book. And he still makes time for, you know, his fans, like his support system. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, that speaks volume too. Yeah. He also doesn't take on too much, which I, I appreciate as well. He what? He doesn't take on too much. Oh. Like, like, I think Ronnie takes on a lot. 
you know, well, yeah, because like, he's also like in the fashion world too. So yeah, imagine what he's that doing fashion. Be. He's trying to build it, open a new store. Trying to, you know, yeah. he's doing like ten different things. He has his hand in ALD. You know, like so. There's, you know, there is no time for for the fans. There is no time for interaction. But I think Dion is is more. I don't know. He seems more ground level. More. I was just gonna say he's more grounded. Yeah. But jumping, jumping, since we talked about ALD, um, the big news, obviously, this week is that Teddy Santis is going to take over as creative director for Made in USA, New Balance, at the end of this year. I think he teased, I think with the poster, they teased a bunch of models or a bunch of colorways, because I guess it's not a collaboration now, right? Like, if he's in-house, it's not. It's not a collaboration if he's coloring stuff up. I'm interested to 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 hear what Robert has to say because I know because I saw your comments. So let me grab my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to look at the picture because you said T's collabs or anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, none of those have been released. Like they're all they're all things that haven't come out yet. Well, one just looks like a gray 990 V1. Um, the other one looks like Ronnie's United Arrows V4, but I don't, I don't think he's proven himself to get a title like that. How long has ALD been around? Since 2014, so he's what seven years. Seven yeah, years. I think, I think, man, like it was, it was something. Uh, I don't know. You see, Adidas jump with uh, what's a fear of God, Lonzo. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, right? Adidas basketball. So kind of oh, went like oh Lonzo yeah. Ball, yeah yeah no no not Lonzo Ball but the, who is that the 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 founder of Fear of God because they uh, put him charge of the you Lorenzo yeah Lorenzo they put him yeah. uh, in charge of the basketball Reebok went uh, you know hired a new creative director from like the brand they collaborated with so I feel like it's kind of like became a trend that let's just go you know with what's hot. Yeah, you know, and and, right. and 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 grab and grab him because because you know because because when you're a company, you know you're for example you're a company like Supreme, right? Your value is not your sale, your value is your hype, right? Because you're saying I'm gonna go with limited numbers, but I'm gonna gain market with hype, right? Something that doesn't exist, something that I don't have to spend a lot of money on for the case Supreme. I can just like you know word of mouth or the fact that it's limited bringing people over, so. Like New Balance, these bigger companies, because they cannot just go limited every day because that's not, you know, how it's going to go for the GR, right? Because they have yeah. to have higher volume sale because uh, they manufacture actually something, not just like go and print a T-shirt. So they, I think with a collaboration, it's a time for them to grab that hype, make it limited and say, hey, like, let's put us on the map. And then when you have people coming uh, and New Balance becomes like a brand that, oh, now everybody's talking about it. Those, for example... I, I just don't really count them, but those complex con panels that they talk about shoe of the year. Now, Joe Fresh or New Balance, two pairs, three pairs were in the sneaker of the year. So all these people see this and they see opportunity hype. And also the fact that there's a huge resale market. Anything that can resell, people will go and buy. If, I, if people know they can make $500 of a brick, they will go and buy a brick and resell it, right? Because this, this is what it is. Because reselling doesn't need anything. You can be in high school, take a summer off, go to New York and stay in line, hustle. You still have to hustle and just, you know, 
make make a lot of money you know so it's so reselling is kind of a business that's accessible to everyone you know everybody can go and in their own right become a become a reseller right all you have to do is just find a plug and get access to the shoes you know so that kind of like drove a lot of people to this brand and i remember like when i was wearing like the most more chunky like new balances in like 2012 on, on, my, on my campus when i was doing my grad school people were like making fun of me they're like oh you're just like gonna go uh i don't know long amount or something like that are you gonna like dash you or are you gonna do grill something you know it was all the jokes and then in, like 2000 i'm just i was just uh, walking because i because i still like teach on campus i was just walking and I saw people like wearing 990 and I was like, this is, this is awesome. First of all, second of all, if I would have done that like 10 years ago, we were making fun of me. But now everybody's like walking like the other shit with like the, the new balance, like V5 and 992, be it whatever collaboration, GR. And I was like, and I was like, that is awesome. But it has driven me away as a, like a fan of the brand that I know any new collaboration, I don't have a chance to get it. Cause I, cause even though I probably, if I study, I would have enough knowledge to know how bots work and maybe do something with it. I don't have time for it and I don't want to be that, you know, putting bot because I know there are a lot of disadvantages that come with it as well. That is good when you are just reseller, but for me as a person, as a full-time job, and this is my, my hobby, it doesn't worth it. So now it has driven me to the fact that I'm going to pre-2010. That's what I'm looking for because I'm saying, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to pay 600, let me pay for a pair that I've been looking, searching for, for like eight years, 10 years, be it. And then what I like about those is that those are the shoes that if you know, you know, right? So if somebody recognizes that on my feet, then I know that, oh, this guy, I can probably have a good conversation with, you know, because he knows this. And believe it or not, things like this happened to me. I walked and um, I was wearing a bushwhacker from Saucony Sneaker Freaker. Yeah. And this guy recognized it. And just we, 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 we became friends kind of, you know, we just saw in touch in, in Instagram. I went and shot his shoes like a couple of times for him, like he's in town. So, so these are the things. So when I wore those and people recognize, I'm like, okay, these are the people that I can like find more in common. But if I wear a Joe Fresh, someone's like, oh, that's Joe Fresh. I'm like, okay, let, let's see like what you're saying. Are you, are you like pre-2017 New Balance guy or yeah. your whole feed is Jordan and now you have like two New Balances or what is it? But it's not, nothing wrong with that, man. Like do whatever you like. Everybody's free, whatever you like. But I'm like, let me see what, 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 what level of New Balance fan you are actually before, before we can move forward. That's funny. I was at a my first ever and only ever comp. Uh, it wasn't complex con. It was a uh, God sneaker con. Sneaker con in the Bay Area. And I don't know if you guys have been in the Bay Area, but New Balance like doesn't exist here. Probably the reason why the San Francisco store closed. But I wore my yeah. uh, Purple Devil five seven fives, and one guy in line came up to me. He was like, "Dude, you know." You- you know what you're wearing? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're killing them right now. He's like, no one knows. He's like, I know what those are. He's like, good wear, dude. And it was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, New Bounce is non-existent out here. So I can, I can wear any pair and people be like, what are those? And, you know, I wish New Bounce had a bigger presence out here. Maybe. Woman, well, you're in, you're in a, you're in uh, California, man. I live, I'm in like middle of uh, Midwest in Indianapolis, Indiana. We don't even have like any store that sells GRs even, you know, I, and believe it or not, the, the only, the only store is like the one, a mom and pop store that's been open for like 25 years and they had a long running New Balance account. And every time I go there, they have everything on sale because nobody apparently buys those like GR made in USA. So I just every month go there, pick up things for like 60% off. And I'm like, 
that's 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 what I love. That's what I can live with. Because like, if it was like a hyper store or anything like that, like for example, corporate opening in India recently, yeah. and man, like things fly off the shelf. You know, you cannot even like yeah. buy anything, and mainly because they have like a good Nike account that people go and grab stuff. But in Indiana, man, like I had to go like talk people, educate them, like about like, hey, this is like you know, this is what this is the story behind it. And when you actually talk about the story. And I'm that kind of a person that if I do talk to people, like, okay, let me tell you the story behind this. You come here. Yeah. And, then, and then I was like, hey, here is, for example, I was wearing a runny fight. They said, yeah, you see, this is called Daytona Beach. And you see this leather is because this looks like a suitcase leather. That's why it is. And when you actually tell the story, people are like, damn, man, that's really cool. I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's, again, to your point, Robert, that's what's missing. No one is, is telling a good story with a shoe, you know, that, that I can say, oh, I'm now part of this story. Now everything is just, let me go be minimal. Yeah. Let me go like put like this off white, this, this something color on it, you know, and, and call it day. That's why people don't don't want to go because it's much easier for like, I feel like for a story, you have to do campaign, you have to do like bring people into it, make them familiar, familiar with the story. But if you want to wear something that's just based on colorway, you just put it out and people either like the color or not, or like your the hype of your brand and they come and purchase it regardless. Yeah. And so is that is that what, what you think New Balance is attempting to do with, with Teddy? What I hope comes out of this is shoes going to sell, right? He's probably going to bring back maybe something or make a hybrid or something. They're going to give him something, right, new to bring. It's not going to be just everything that we've seen because they're going to do something that, you know, have a strong start to it. Because people would be like, if he puts out some lazy collaboration, people will be like, Eh, you know, and after a while, it's all gone, you know, after six months or a year, if you're not keep them coming back. But I feel like they're going to maybe bring something back from the archive. I'm not, I'm going to say I, I know all the archive of New Balance, but I'm pretty sure there's some things hidden in there that he can work with. But what I really am looking forward from this is that New Balance apparel line, like clothing line. I hope that they do something about that because it is just like underrated. I went actually on the website two nights ago. They had actually a bunch of cool like t-shirts that I was like, oh, this is like good. And they do occasionally like collaborations with actually artists on their t-shirts, but they never actually advertise at all. Never. So new, never, never. And I, I went to the website and I was like, oh damn, these are so nice. And then I went add it to my phone. I was like, okay, I'm going to go later and see which one I actually like. But New Balance Apparel, this is what I'm really looking for because I want to have like, like really good apparel line to go with this strong shoe line, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, somehow worrying like i mentioned before you know if they can get away with with just adding one or two colors to like a new model each year then i mean why why should they change it i mean i know that you know for us like true sneaker enthusiasts that have been collecting shoes for many years and you know been in the scene for a long time and stuff we 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 may not be the the primary target for the balance any longer so I think, like, if, if they, like I said, if they can flip five, 10,000 pairs in a single color, call it Collaboration Monifique or call it Collaboration with Pata or Woodwood or any other brand. Because, like, I think once it gets uh, exclusive and people have, like, like, you mentioned that it's very important for you that, that it has a backstory. And I completely agree. But. You know, if you see a foreign, uh, it could be uh, VTAPs in Tokyo. Like, not many people know about VTAPs. And suddenly they did a collaboration on a 992 and it sold out instantly. And reselling price is like $1,000 because, oh, it's a 
it's special, it's foreign, it's Japanese. I don't know what retail says. Um, so I think that's a bit worrying because like New Balance can just pick any other niche small company and collaborate yeah. with and call it uh, exclusive. Right. And it's a great shoe. I mean, I like it, but I wouldn't pay yeah. a thousand for it. I wouldn't pay a thousand either. I wouldn't pay 50 over resale. <laughs> right. <laughs> As both of us. I heard a rumor um, that he intended on retroing even collabs. I don't know if it's oh, true. No. Obviously, it's a rumor, but like coveted collabs, like the C note would make a comeback. They're doing the Nike model all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't be- believe it, and I wish that wouldn't happen, but it's something that I've heard. Um, so I guess it, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I will, I can't think about, I can't think about it. <laughs> what I will say is like, um, there are a lot of complications and I, I was more negative on it than I am now. I think I've accepted it a little bit more and I'm more open to the idea of him coming on. And the reason why is because Reza, what you said about the apparel, like I think that makes perfect sense. I've heard someone else say that too. I've heard I think, that's a, I, I think that's a running theme for, for a lot of people that just New Balance apparel has been weak and hasn't been really sought after or something that really has been eye-catching. And so if he can do something with that, I think that's a big, that's a big plus for the brand because they really need to expand out because that's something that Nike does really well is does yeah. apparel and they, you can get everything, right? You can get a whole fit from Nike. Right. And so if, if New Balance could do that, that would be great. The other thing that I was thinking is, so New Balance already has their whole collaborative wing and he's not coming in to do that. So they have a whole collaboration team, um, you know, Joe Grandin runs that, Kevin Trotman, they have, you know, they have designers over there. So my understanding, and at least it doesn't seem like he's coming in to to oversee that. He's coming in to just do general GR stuff. So I like the GR stuff. I think the 997 stuff that they released that's GR is always amazing. It's always good colorways. The quality is amazing. I don't need, I don't need anything else from it. I don't need people to, to, to see it. <laughs> I think the, 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 the GR line that they, that they drop isn't as highly sought after as they would like it to be. And so my perspective is I think he's coming in not necessarily to change what they're doing, but more to change the perspective of the consumer of their GR line, especially the made in USA stuff. So to make it more sought after, to put a little punch behind the marketing and just sort of make the GR stuff that they drop, the GR stuff as popular as the GR stuff that Nike drops. Because Nike... For the most part, everything that they drop is a GR, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's all sought after. Most of the stuff on sneakers is a GR. So I think New Balance wants that. So that when they drop, because like 2000, 2002s are sitting right now. They're sitting on their website. 
um, there's a lot of stuff that's that's GR that's sitting on their website. And I think if they can bring in Teddy and create this marketing campaign or this perception that all of the GR stuff is just as special as the collaborative stuff, it'll move too. And so I think that is their big thing because that has been like sort of the piece that for a while was 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 working where you know they were doing a collab, you do a collab with Joe Fresh Goods and now 992s are impossible to get. But that only lasted so long and now 992 GRs are relatively easy to get if you really want them at retail. But I think what they want is something sustained so that 992s are are readily flying off the shelves. Like as soon as they come in, they're flying off the shelves. Or at least that they can produce twice as many as they do or have in the past and sell twice as many, like Oliver was saying, where, you know, if I can sell, you know, 5,000, but I can sell 10, you know, I've been selling five, but I can sell 10 easily, more easily than I've been selling five. Like, why wouldn't I do that? So I feel like he's coming in, not necessarily to collaborate on their GR lines or the Made in USA stuff, but more to create like this marketing boom or perception for the mainstream consumer that this, the, the inline products are, are, are special and should be bought at the same, you know, at the same clip as, as the collaborative stuff. And that is my thinking. That's, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Um, I have a question for you. If you want, uh, if you want to choose a silhouette for revival in 2000, uh, 2022, which one would be, which one, the first thing you want to see from it? I mean, do I know, so the things that I want are already coming back. <laughs> the 990 V2 is coming back, right? That's yeah, yeah. come back. I so, so I don't, I, I don't know what else I really want. I would say that I, I like the fact, I liked when 997s and 998s were, were consistently available in, in GR form and they aren't now. Like they haven't put out a 997 GR in a while. They haven't put out any 998s in a while either and I think you know those are the silhouettes that I really like so it'd be great if those were readily available or those were I don't want to say come back because it's like they were just here yeah. I just yeah. bought a 997 you know from Todd Snyder but I want I like the GRs I liked when the GRs were 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 coming out readily so I don't I'm know if there's anything I'm missing some point like remember 1500 the GRs remember older 1500 what is that they call it Robin Hood the colorway, it's green oh, and yeah. brown. Yeah, like, remember team, it used to be like eight hundred. Right? Yeah, it used to be like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Like in like two thousand twelve, you had to pay for those. Oh, that's but not now the they're bringing on. Yeah, that's yeah. The one uh, is green and uh, brown, but that's the same pack, I think. Yeah, they have a the it's, inverted, yeah. the inverted colorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're doing the same thing with G G G Y and all those things that they're bringing yeah. back. They're kind of retroing everything. Uh, New Balance, because the GRs back then like were like sought after. Fire, you know, especially fire, fifteen hundred mi UK, mi US never had that. That people would be like, oh, there is like a sought after general release mi US that I want. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's because they've been so they've been so they've done such low numbers of the made in USA stuff, right? So it's always been, it's either it's always been, if you know, you know, for for GR stuff. So if you didn't if you didn't know then you you don't know now so you're not looking really to like retro anything because 
if you're in the if you just got into New Balance, you just got into New Balance because of Joe Fresh. Because of yeah, and Teddy and Teddy, you're not into them because yeah. because you're looking for the Robin Hood 1500s from like, <laughs> you know, like no one right. no one's no one's into New Balance because of nobody's getting into New Balance now because of the GR stuff that existed five or six years ago, or even the collaborative stuff five or six years ago, unless you're like concepts or something. But other than that, like, it's all. Dude, I got so many DMs for the 990 V2 uh, hybrid. Like, when do these come out? Or <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my God. Like it says right in my post, like 2006, 2008. <laughs> was it New Gallery or a Seeker Freak or someone reposted and it just blew up? Oh, nice kicks posted. I was nice kicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Off guard by that. I was like, whoa. Okay, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. I I think I'm okay with them bringing back collaborations, but it has to. Listen, <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't get that I would like to have, and I'm like a, you know, I. The first thing I care about is, can I get a shoe to wear? And so. If I can't get you to wear it, that, that bothers me. But I think you got to do it right. You can't you can't just bring back the like I, I need the nine nine seven rose from concepts. Like mm-hmm. you can't just bring it back. You have to you have to bring Dion in. You guys got to talk about it. You got to do it like he did the Kennedys when they brought them back, right? You got to yeah. you got to do it in the right way. And so yeah. I'm okay with it being done. I just you know you can't just say hey we're gonna. We're gonna do a pre-order for Rose. He's like, that would be ridiculous. I don't want to see pre-orders for for old collabs. I'm sorry, I don't want to do it. Don't do it. Yeah. So, what are your guys' top three New Balance made in USA silhouettes? Nine nine eight. Okay. Nine ninety V two. Yeah. Yeah, the third one is a tough one because you see the nine ninety seven. For me, is nine ninety V one. Is underrated the Vibram Soul. Oh, I'm gonna say 996. That's really underrated, but I love that shoe. Oh, that's yeah, 996. Yeah, they they had like a they had a, like a run with 996, uh, but made in Asia. Was it last year, two years ago, that they released a lot of you know 996? But they were but they were all like made in Asia. There was no MIUS except for the NCA anniversary pair. Yeah, yeah. I'm like definitely 990 V1. Mr. Sabotage, by the way, for this, but this is definitely uh, 990 V1, one of one of the most underrated silhouettes. I only got one V1, and it's also a sabotage. Sabotage, yeah. Yeah. No, but your pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw. I think maybe yours was the first one I saw. I was like, oh, he's doing like. Things again, let me go and I contact him. And it was actually very nice. He responded to me and just like very easy to access, guys. So Mark I appreciate that. Cool. I gotta say 997. 997 is my is my number one. 990 V2 is number two for me. And then ah, it's tough. Three is that third spot is just so hard. Oh, I forgot about a 993 too. Cause I was thinking 1300. Uh, I was thinking 1300. Cause I love the oh, 1300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the shape is really good on that 1300. Nine nine. I mean, I I I don't like the nine. I don't. I'm not in love with the 998 as much as most people are. I love it, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't know. There's something about it that um, 
I love it when I wear it, but I don't I don't overly hunt them. Like I'm not I'm not on the hunt for 998s. I would say 997.5 is really great too. Like that hybrid is just like yeah the best of both worlds, right? The surprisingly the fusion was so comfortable. The 997 fusion, like the concepts collab, the Ezra. Yep. Reverse the curse. Um, I might have to take that 998 out and swap it with 993. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't had a 993, but I uh, I I saw them like popping recently a lot on my eBay. Yeah. And I I don't know, like I know I'm I, I'm sure they're gonna be comfortable, and I like the shape on them. It's not like 995. Yeah, it's like it's more like 993 kind of vibe, you know, 993. The 993 to me is better than the 992 by miles. Mm-hmm. By miles. Like I would, the gray 993 is so much better than the gray 992. And it's like one of those shoes that I bought at the beginning of the summer last summer for like 130 bucks or something off of, you know, the, the outlet site. And then they went crazy after the 992s were like, there was like this month where 992s weren't available, like no one could get them. And then everyone went and, you know, went everywhere and bought everything 990, right? So 993, 997, everything was just gone. And that, and those were one of the things that, that flew was like the, the 993. Um, and I have two pair, but they're, they're so comfortable. I would yeah. say, I would say like, it's, it's, it's miles above the 992 to me. It even looks better on foot. The 990, oh, you said 993, you meant 990v3? No, I meant 993. Oh, okay. And I haven't seen any collaboration on 993, right? There hasn't been anything. Just the Kawasaki. Just the Kawasaki, yeah, just the, yeah, on that yeah. I haven't seen any. So Oliver, how about you? What are your top three many US silhouettes? You can call me uh, new school or youngster or whatever, but <laughs> I actually really like the 990v4s. V4s are nice. Uh, those are really nice. Like to me, it's I think V5s are a bit, you know, like over here in, in Denmark and this year in particular, it got crazy with the V5s. Like they were selling out on the minute every time they had a restart. Um, and it was just like, you know, both uh, girl sizes, uh, men's size, everything was just sold out all the time. And I think that really created a, a hype for New Balance. But like to me, V4s is. Maybe it's because uh, they don't release as many today, if they even do any uh, V4s um, any longer. But I kind of like them, actually. I can't, like, I also recently, I know it's not made in the U.S., but I really got into 920s. And to oh. me, that's just, like, that's my favorite by far, New Balance Silhouette. Um, so Brief. I'm really on the hunt. That shoe is amazing. But other than that, I would say, uh, yeah, 990 before first, uh, 9997. Second, 9998. Yeah, I'm surprised the 1400 didn't get any love. <laughs> <laughs> no. 1400 back, it was a J. Crew uh, 1400. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, that was a pair that that sat there for a while, and I should have bought it. And I just, 
I don't know what it was I was thinking. And now I see pictures of it and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. They're an underrated collaborator too. Cause like, look at the extras that some of theirs came with, like the butterscotches and the wood box with the blue heel top. Yeah. Anyone listening, I need the butterscotch in a size 12. <laughs> and like, it's my grail. It's like one of those grails, like that and the rose. Like, I don't know which one is higher, but I know that I need, I know that I need the butterscotch. Like, that's, I think for me, if I had a pair in hand, I might say that that was my favorite collaboration of all. It's time. my favorite 997, period. Over yeah, I agree, actually. The rose? No. No, butterscotch. Oh, butterscotch. Oh, yeah, butterscotch. Over luxury my- goods? Over luxury goods. Mm. Dude, it's a great shoe. I need it. This is really good, too. I had a, yeah, that was an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick question. So, it's staying on the topic of like IntelliSantis, like uh, Santis going to New Balance. So, I'm pretty sure New Balance, for example, would have loved Dion, like to hit the NYUS, probably, right? Over Teddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that's what I would have loved. But why do you think like oh, makes yeah. someone someone like leave their brand kind of like or see to join New Balance versus someone like Dion or people like that, you know, probably never going to happen. Why do you think is that like motivation behind them moving? Because they already have a brand. You're really like making good things. I mean, it is not like you're virtually going to Louis Vuitton, you know, <laughs> you are is you're, he leaving? Uh, going, you know, is he leaving? Ahmed, I, mean, though? I mean, he's not going to be as involved, probably. I feel like that'd be a conflict of interest. If he stayed, I feel like he could do both. I, I don't, I feel like, I feel like brands don't care about conflict of interest as long as they get what they wanted out of the relationship. Cause Jerry Lorenzo still had fear of God going when he went to Nike. Right. So it's not like, I mean, I think, I think the only problem would be like Ame couldn't, or I guess maybe he could, Ame could, but the line of like Ame doing something a collaboration with a Nike or with an Adidas or with a brand that's other than New Balance, but that competes directly with New Balance would be questionable, right? So that, that's where I think it gets kind of kind of funny. And it would be like, okay, Teddy, you can't have any involvement. You got to be hands off for that. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's no, there's no real, there's no real boundary. There's no real line in terms of him being able to do Ame stuff and do New Balance stuff. Because I think we see it all the time. Virgil does it. You know, Virgil's like, hey, I'm with Nike, but I'm also doing Louis Vuitton. And I also have Off-White. So, you know, and and, and everything that Louis Vuitton does sneaker-wise is just a ripoff of <laughs> that Nike does at 10 times the price. Yeah. So, so I like, I don't... Just follow the money. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a. Com- I I think it's a conflict, but I don't. I don't think that it's going to stop him from doing Ame stuff. And that was that was a question that I had too. Was like, are we going to get watered down New Balance stuff that feels like leftover Ame stuff? Oliver, what about you? If someone had to head uh, be the creative designer of MIUK from all the uh, from all the European brand, which one would you like to see for MIUK line? Actually, all of you don't know. It's tricky, actually, because, I mean, I, I could actually see, I know Hikmet is doing Sonra, and he's doing a great job with it, but, you know, to, to bring a guy like him back to be head of uh, Made in UK, that would be huge. 
because like everyone knows him and everyone knows what he's been doing in the past and he's like even after he was done with uh with soulbox all the collaborations he did he did uh the um the Gilles with high severity and he's done oh, i can't even remember some other projects as well um he did the 577 with new bounds oh yeah that's right that's right so i think like a guy like him that would be yeah that would be like the top very top of of the list that's kind of like what i was alluding to earlier like hickman he has a track record with new balance right. an outstanding track record at that teddy doesn't in my in my eyes it's like so you put out what six pairs seven pairs and now all of a sudden you get this title like all only the last like two years right right yeah he pumped out four in one year and with the right backing like ronnie you're gonna push those products um yeah i mean i i I could see, I, I think I could see why Ame would, why Teddy is, is the guy and not someone like Dion. Like, I think Dion, yeah, he's more he, culture. what? Dion's more for the culture. Yeah, but he's also a guy that you can't, you don't want to, and he can't, and he wouldn't want to be put in a box where he's like, all I can do is New Balance, because he doesn't even wear stuff that he doesn't even wear his own stuff, he said. When I heard him say that in the interview, I was like, wow, really? Yeah. Like, if you ever see his feet, like, his, if you ever look at his stories and his, and his yeah. posts, he's never wearing concept stuff. He never, no. never wears. The only, the only pair that I've seen him wear is the, the S-Rec, the S-Rec concept. Oh, no. The 998, wish, remember? I wish that would have came back. I wish that would have came out. Yeah. That needs to drop. That needs to drop. Dion? We need we need at least two. We need four of those for four the, of those. Four yeah. here. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen, please. But but I think Hikmet is the same thing where you know he's posting Nike pairs, he's posting ASIC stuff, he's posting like dunks, he's posting all kinds of stuff. And right. so I feel and I know he's doing he's doing or done work with Nike. You know, so I, I don't think he wants to be put in a box either. And I think um, one of the things that I know about like Sanra is that he can do it when he wants to, right? Like mm -hmm. he doesn't feel constrained to, hey, I have to put out product. It's only like if I feel, if I feel, you know, that I have something to share, I have something that I want to do that I, that I have to do it. Not that I have to try to hit this quota for this company, right? So I think there's right. a, I think there's a reason why people wouldn't want to do something with with New Balance or wouldn't want to take on that role at any brand. And like I even worry about it with Jerry Lorenzo and him going to Adidas is like, okay, but you know, six months in, and I talk I, I heard him talk about it and everything, but I'm still kind of like, yeah, but what if you don't? What if whatever you do doesn't pop the way they thought it would? You know, how how is that going to be received? And you don't want to be like two years into this, into a contract and you're not giving up something. And so for, for Teddy, yeah, he doesn't have a long track record. That's why it's a good move for him. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good move for New Balance, right? So yeah. like, but they're also at the same point where they're like, hey, these things are going great. 
he's part of that. Let's capitalize. Let's bring him in house. Let's make this like a formal thing. Yeah. And to touch back on what Reza said, you know, like um, when people would approach him and, you know, comment on his new balance and Reza would be like, you know, are you pre 2017 or pre 2010? You know, I kind of feel that way about the collaboration team at New Balance. Like, where were you guys pre 2017, pre 2015, pre 2010? Like, because all the all the shoe pictures I see them post, it's all new stuff. It's you know, I, I don't. I'm I mean, they're all new. They're all new. Um, and I'm not. I'm not. I like. You know, I think I like all of the people that are part of their collaboration team. Um, for the most part, you know, and I think it's cool. They're diverse. They're all smart. They're young. So they're going after that demographic and they're doing a good job at doing that. I think they're, the problem is that they're not doing both. They're not doing anything for us necessarily. And that's, that's the, that's the problem is that we don't have NB1. We don't have 997s or 998s coming out like we don't have anything we don't have collaborations being made for us keep kicking dion's 992 down the road like what's going on like what are you doing for for the people for the pre-2017 people yeah yeah we need a new balance shirt (laughs) pre-20 can you you imagine that Could you imagine that New Balance did some sort of project where you know you've seen you've seen different uh, brands collaborate with uh, Facebook groups? Um, you know, kangaroos. kangaroos, for instance, most recently. We gotta talk about that at some point, Robert, but that's another talk. Um, for sure. I'm still waiting for you. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm and, fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Backline story. I've been waiting for Robert's pigs for I don't know. Two, one month now, at least. Um, anyway, could you imagine that, you know, New Balance really reached out to some of these Facebook groups and be like, hey, you know, you guys are huge collectors. Could you maybe be interested in doing some sort of collaboration? Because, like, to me, if they can collaborate with a sandwich shop in Paris, they can easily do a collaboration with uh, a Facebook group. They they did something. I don't know if, if you guys remember, or was it for a for... I think it was a Flimby factory. They took like four like New Balance collectors to yeah. Flimby and let them, yeah, let them do their own collaboration from mm-hmm. US. I think it was New Balance 365. Yeah, his name. Richie. Yeah, yeah, Richie. Yeah, yeah, Richie. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he went there and some of some of them actually were, were pretty cool. But I was like, that would be something that maybe New Balance, because Asakani tried to do flirt with that idea. I remember they had like influencer, mm-hmm. but that was a different story because influencers are like. I might not be into the brand, but just because I recorded two videos of myself, like showing you Saucony, doesn't mean doesn't mean you know that I know the brand or I know like how to work with this brand. Just because I'm an influencer usually means that you're an influencer through Nike, Adidas, Easy Line, not necessarily because I haven't met someone who says, "Hey, I only did Saucony. I'm an influencer." You know that that would be very very nice, but I yet have to see someone that says, "Yeah, I became an influencer through Saucony." You know, it never happened. <laughs> but Saucony. So I can try to do that, and that was a good idea, but they did it with the wrong people, in my opinion. Sure. They went with people right. that was just hype, and people know, and say, okay, if I bring them, rather than people who know the history, because you compare the four or five that you collaboration with, and then the four or five that went to Flamby Factory. It's like totally 
you know, different, you know, uh, ways of like going about collaboration and even the idea of like what you want to do. Because I think one of them even do a hybrid. They let them do a hybrid in the Flamby factory, if I'm not mistaken. So something like that, that I would, that would be fantastic. Yeah. I, Company, I don't. Companies don't validate, you know, these influencers, in my opinion, uh, just because like, oh, I'm about to go buy 30,000 followers. So at first glance, I have 30,000 followers. Don't scroll through my feed though, because I only have a hundred likes per my post. Right. Like, I don't know. That's like the most frustrating. It's like, how is this dude an uh, influencer for New Balance with a fake following? Right. And I see it all the time. And yeah. you can't give people like yourselves or like myself the time of day. It's like, I don't know, fake versus authentic. It was the same thing dealing with the with the project I proposed to New Balance too. I was pretty frustrated about that whole ordeal. Um, I mean, I think... You know, I had I had a sneaker grandpa on on Monday mm. and we talked about about this whole like real versus fake. Yeah. Like the Instagram and how, you know, he's he's been in it for a long time and he has like real cultivated relationships. And I think the I think that brands don't I don't want to say that they don't care about cultivated relationships, but like for someone like New Balance, it's like, well, is this going to sell me five thousand shoes or is it not? Right, right. So, 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 yeah, I could collaborate with Epsilon or Run the World or a new the New Balance Facebook Facebook group, right? But is it going to get me? Is it going to sell me five thousand pairs? Is oh, it going to? That was increase, not my point. Yeah, is it going to increase my market value? Are people going to be looking right. at me more? because we did this or or does it or, or are these people just going to buy anyway and so i think right. they think they look at us and they go okay they're going to buy anyway like i'm going to buy anyway right like the 991 anniversary i bought it anyway because i liked it it's a good shoe um the 991 pink i liked it i bought it anyway and so for them it's like why would i put my time and my money into those individuals or this group to show appreciation when I can put my time and money into this person that has a following that will sell me 10,000 pairs. Like that is what I want to do. I want to increase market share. I, it's about, it's about economic growth. It's about forever economic growth. I need to forever be growing the company or forever be growing my market or forever be growing the potential for me to sell like Reza had said in the beginning you know, it's not necessarily about the fact that I sold 100,000 pairs. It's about the fact that there's so much hype behind me that I can sell 200,000 next year. So they, they're, I think they're looking at it that way. And so there's no value necessarily monetarily in supporting, I don't want to say supporting, but, and, you know, bringing in people that are already going to buy or that already support the brand. It's about tapping the people that don't and getting them to look at them but i was thinking more like a, a special project in some way so like it was like kangaroos did recently um like i wouldn't i wouldn't i would never expect the balance to actually reach out to a small facebook group or whatsapp chat or whatever and be like hey do you want to do 100 pairs with us um i know that that's the ideal and that's what we actually want but you know 
the balance is really all about uh is all about selling pairs and we just kind of have to admit that you know we like i said earlier we we're not like we're not the main consumers any longer the main consumers are people that are, still, are maybe on high school now and they follow like i'm not trying to blame anyone here but they follow like high stability uh, high beast uh, all these like hyped up uh accounts and influences and stuff and maybe someday they wear a pair of great uh 992s and everyone just like blow their mind oh they're so cool uh, where can i buy these and if they sell five thousand just by paying 10 grand for an article on highest and greasy then it's i mean it's obviously it. it's quite worth it yeah so robert i have a question so that new balance the new balance talk that you're an admin is anybody like from uh new balance in touch with that group or member of that group or anything that you know of um we've had some member requests that other admins recognize them from corporate but not not in like the lifestyle department or collab department but i want to say it was like more so like running but yeah um no one to my knowledge from corporate is in there um directed towards lifestyle or collaborations yeah because the famous one for example Saucony sneaks I, I think they have some sort of a thing with Saucony europe or Deodora Talk, they are like in touch with the brand. So I think, uh, yeah, if New Balance, uh, I don't know, maybe like something like that would happen, maybe that would put, you know, uh, some spotlight on actual like collectors that has been with the brand for a longer time, pre-2017. I was about to say, but look at the group, it's all new stuff. Like how do you decide oh, yeah. who's been around and who hasn't? Yeah, it was funny because uh, something happened uh, in 2020. I don't know why I once logged into Facebook, I was kicked out of the group. And then I contacted Alex. I was like, Alex, dude, what's up? Why am I out? And apparently something happened by mistake. So they readmitted me. So I came back immediately the same day. And I commented something. And then some dude was like, yeah, man, you just joined like two months ago. So you don't have like to say anything about this. I was like, <laughs> to be honest, just don't look at my date. Go search my name on the CNC. How long I've been posting this, bro. I appreciate that. But do your, do your homework before coming attacking me all like i've been here for two months <laughs> right yeah people get banned like every day <laughs> <laughs> no one but new balance new balance talk is a, is a really good group because that's like the main group on facebook for new balance because i honestly don't know a6 new balance Saucony used to be like like really had a lot of traffic in 2015 16 17 and then they yeah. kind of fade away yeah, but yeah. the only yeah. the only one for New Balance is New Balance Talk, I think. There's nothing else out there. And on, right. on of course on, on Instagram you have MB Gallery, but New Balance Gallery, but you know, on Facebook it's just like that group. So and there's a good chance if like that group uh I don't know, put some efforts, maybe something can come off it. I don't know. Because they're the only one. For sure. Well, I think um, you know, it'd be great to see some pre- 2017 appreciation at some point um, from the brand and uh, it would be great to see some to see them bring back the GRs that that I personally always thought were great um, the 997s and the 998s and you know um, those those silhouettes just because we haven't we haven't seen them and in a while and it feels like the brand is is turning a corner is doing some new stuff which is cool um but they also should pay a little homage and don't forget about 
the long-standing, long-suffering uh-huh. <laughs> survivors. Um, so I got to wrap up, but any last thoughts that you guys have um, about New Balance or the collaborations or where they go from here? Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to both uh, Robert and Russell for, you know, if you really want to look at New Balance on Instagram, these two guys are really like to go to. Uh, can highly recommend them. Um, also, check out Robert's blog. It's uh, it's great. Uh, I've had, I spent a lot of time on it actually. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. No worries. I'm hoping to get devote some more time to that. Get some new New Balance material up. Um, been pretty busy and trying to get back into my car stuff. So. Yeah, I know the feeling. So to speak of being busy, man. I. I've been super busy too. I really wanted to like post more, most picture, more pictures, but uh, between the like full-time job and sometimes uh, and the move that, you know, moving from a state to a state, especially for us, I'm, I'm moving to Texas. So it is going to be a, a huge, you know, drive. So that like takes up like two, three months of your life, just planning how you want to like leave after like 14, I know something odd years you live, something you only want to stay. But uh, yeah, but definitely as, as I say, shout out to both of you because I always like Epsilon Magazine. I always follow. I always, uh, you guys always show me love. I appreciate that pictures that I post. <laughs> and Robert, of course, uh, we've talked on and off, but uh, your blog definitely is a blog that I, that I always, if there's a new article, I go and read because I know creating is difficult, man. Like putting time into creating something, writing about it needs passion and keep up the good work, man. And the only thing, way we can support is just to come and read and, you know, give you some traffic. And David, of course, uh, you with the Ivy brand, uh, man, it's it, it's been fantastic. Uh, I, I love the whole like ideology and a concept behind your brand. And uh, I am really looking forward to see you, you know, uh, progress, become, become better, better and better in uh, and your brand more well-known because it definitely deserves it. So all three of you, in a sense, in my digital world, you're always in there every day. So I see you guys <laughs> one way or another. And I appreciate yeah. that. And uh, I like that at, at the end of the day, like uh, the love of uh, shoes, New Balance, and uh, something as simple as a sneaker, like bring people together from like different path of life, different part of the world. So I truly appreciate it. Different generations. We are not different. <laughs> I'm, only 30, I'm only 35, man. <laughs> yeah. That's that's and, quite a difference, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I still play sports with um 21, 22 year olds, so I feel I feel oh, the yeah. same. Oh, man, <laughs> that's good. Well, that's good for you. Yeah, Where that, you that's why in? I have a bad knee, man. That's why I have a bad knee, man. I was on crutches huh? until two, three days ago. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's the price you pay. I'm you said where I'm moving, I'm moving to Austin. Oh, cool. So you're nice. you're gonna be yeah. right near sneaker grandpa. And uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm really excited actually because a lot of people, uh, even uh, the third coast uh, Facebook group, those guys, I went to I went to uh, Austin like a couple of times before and I saw them and it was so weird because we have been talking on Facebook, liking, talking on Instagram for like six, five years, six years, and then you saw someone in real life, yeah. and it was my first time experiencing that. It is just you just pick it up. It's just, we've known each other for six years. And you're just like yeah. seeing each other, you know, in real life. So I'm really, really excited. When I get to see people that I'm always like digitally involved with. And I know that Texas, uh, being Dallas, Houston, Austin, they are like a lot of, you know, uh, sneaker enthusiasts. So I'm really, really excited to go 
finally to a market that I can, you know, reach out to people. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Texas, I think, has a, they have a really diverse sneaker community and like the people there are very, I mean, every show I feel like I have somebody from Dallas on, but they're always, they're all, they're all pretty invested and, and they're just so diverse. Like, you know, DJ Swaver and uh, Brian Coffey, I think he was on a few episodes ago and um, Black Seal, like so many people, there's just so many people down in Texas. So um, good for you, man. I'm glad you'll, you'll, be, you'll be close to some people that actually share a similar appreciation. <laughs> um, hopefully there's some, some retail shops you can take advantage of too. Sneaker politics and nice geeks are the only one that I know of so far. But that's the first thing I look at whenever I go even anywhere for vacation. I'm like, so where are the sneakers? I can get? Same. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Um, well, it's been great having you all on. And I will definitely have you all back um, at some point. And, you know, keep in touch. Definitely, uh, you know, keep collecting, keep posting stuff because I love to see it. So, uh, thanks again. Thank you all for the kind words. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Pleasure. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. We will. All right. Later. Later. See ya. Later, guys. Cheers.